cough. <laughs> People wonder at work why I cough that way. <laughs> and when I sneeze, I, <laughs> I say, and people are like, that's a weird sneeze. And I'm like, I don't, you. I don't like make fun of you when you're sneezing. It's fucking, watch you. Oh, I totally went to high school with this girl that you could hear. Her name was Veronica. And you could hear this woman sneeze from like <laughs> classrooms <laughs> I down. I love that. And it was just like, you knew exactly who that was. I love people who sneeze loud like that. She was a weird lady. I liked her. It makes you wonder though sometimes like, is the sneeze like really exaggerated? You know what I mean? Like, I did mean, they put a little extra oomph into it? I feel like my sneezes are really. I unintentionally try to like keep them from getting too loud. It's, you know, <laughs> shit like that. I really should just let loose and just like. Brat out, pizza hut. Anyway, uh, thank you for tuning into another episode of. Pigeon. 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 Oh. Yeah. It's, it's classy shit right there. It's good shit. We got phlegm in our throat. <coughs> classy. <coughs> you get that. That That's all for you. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, we, Cole and I, went to see a local show. Last fuck, dude. It was last Friday, right? It was last Friday. Yeah, it was a pretty solid lineup of local bands and a band from fucking Omaha, Nebraska. Which one was that? They, we actually missed them. Oh, uh, okay, Because gotcha. we were doing an interview with Dallas's Imperial Slaughter. Ah, uh, yes, yes. That I like that band. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to play that, but it was also your first time ever seeing Giant of the Mountain perform. <laughs> yes. That okay, that was that was amazing. Like I don't I don't go to concerts often, and there are times that when I get out and go see a band that I'm like really really happy that I did, and last Friday was one of those times. It's like I'm I'm very satisfied with with everybody's performance that night, especially Giant of the Mountain. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the... I think I'd seen Imperial Slaughter the previous Friday at Tradewinds. Oh, nice. I so you've seen them twice. I can't say that I really saw them. That venue mm. is tiny as fuck. Ah. Uh, like, half of the bar is where the stage is, and then there's, like, the bar in the center, and there's, like, a little doorway to get from one side to the other. Mm -hmm. And it was packed, and it was really hot, and the last thing I want to be at a show is smashed between a bunch of other metalheads sweating their asses off. Yeah. Like, mm-mm, hard pass. So I just listened. I did not wear ear protection. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, like, chatting with the guitarist of a local band while that was happening, so it's, like, I wanted to be able to hear him. Yeah. Um, definitely planning on interviewing Cleric soon having that up on an upcoming episode we'll see when that happens mm. uh, but let's yeah. listen to the imperial slaughter let's and then we're gonna listen to some of the music yeah yeah here it goes this is imperial slaughter you're a four piece from denver not denver dallas, dallas. Yeah. i'm getting my shit fucked up it's the hot brand <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, 
For those that aren't familiar with your band, uh, what's something that you'd like them to know? We are a four-piece grinding crust band from Dallas. And we're really noisy and fast. And, and we're really nice people. Too. We're really nice people. We got Play four vocalists. Songs. Yeah, four vocalists. Yeah. 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 Fast and slow sometimes. Got, got all the tempos. We normally all play instruments, but tonight uh, Brad broke his head, which is a common occurring thing. We always usually break something. Not on purpose. Just happens. Something always falls apart. Yeah. But we make it work. We make it work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, despite the, uh, the mishap, good shit. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, <laughs> so... How long have you guys been a band? Like, how long have you been grinding it out? I'm the new guy, so I don't really remember, but I think about two years. Because I guess I entered uh, about a year after y'all first won. Yeah, our first show was November 2017, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 2015? 2017. 2017. Yeah. Very cool. Very nice. Um, I like to ask people what they've been listening to. And it's always, it's always fucking interesting. I've totally run into people that are like, ah, I play death metal, but I love Enya. Yeah, I mean, I do love me some Enya. <laughs> right. Yes, Enya's tight. You're asking what we listen to, like in our yeah, spare like, time. What was the last thing you listened to? I don't remember what I was listening to on the way here, but I've been listening to a lot of like uh, romantic, kind of like post goth 4 AD stuff, like this Mortal Coil and Cocteau Twins and Dead Can Dance. I did that shit. Yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of that, but I don't really play any of that. But I aspire to one day. Nice. <laughs> This comes out all fucked up. <laughs> been listening to a lot of Devo and post punk and lots of Devo. <laughs> nice. Uh, I was listening to Zaster on the way here. Uh, I've honestly just been listening to a lot of NPR. I don't know. I just I fell on that station again, and yeah, it's, it's NPR and Memphis rap and. Disaster. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we obviously like all kinds of stuff. Right now, I'm listening to uh, Tracer Chaser LP by Earn. It's really good. Check it out. Nice. Got local stuff. Got to get that local music in. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I love. <laughs> Putting locals on here along with the like bigger bands because then everybody gets exposure and it's fucking oh, yeah, awesome. Sure. Um, what is your music-making process? Uh, we listen to, like, a lot of noisy things, like cars passing by and the sounds of fans and metal scraping, and we're like, that sounds like a good song. Torches, yeah. We work at a auto body shop where we wrap cars, so we listen to the sounds of our flames, and we're like, that sounds like a cool song. I love that. If you could transform into any mythical creature, what would it be? Let's start with you. You got to give me a second. Okay. Uh, Griffin. Griffin. A griffin. Griffin's a cool. Griffin's are. Uh, a centaur, because I'm the earth sign, I guess. A centaur? Yeah. I'm sure they can run hella fast, so why not? Centaur, because uh, horse dick. <laughs> um, I don't know, the first thing that comes to mind is like a phoenix. But yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. It's it's a fun one. Yeah, I'm gonna go pretty basic and say uh, dragon. 
pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. Fire breathing. Oh, there are totally moments where I'm in traffic and I'm like, I just want to turn into a dragon and just roast you. Fly away and roast you. Yeah, right? Done and done. Insult him. That's like being a dragon. Right? <laughs> roast him. Your tires are small. Oh, um, what are you reading? Who wants to go first? Reading current? Yes. Uh, I've been revisiting like a lot of uh, Mickey Spillane and old Clive Barker stuff. I got a Clive Barker book too. I'm reading uh, Weave World. I'm reading Weave World by Weave Clive, World, yeah. Clive Barker. And I'm also reading the second book in the X Heroes series. I think it's X Patriots. I can't remember. There's like six, but it's like a post-apocalyptic superhero sci-fi book. It's really cool. Very unique characters and superhero ideas. I'm also reading uh, a, a biography on Thelonious Monk, the pianist, the jazz pianist. Pretty fascinating. Sounds like it. We're reading Train Spotting right now, actually. Train Spotter. Uh, train Spotting. Oh, it's Train Spotting. Book about a bunch of punks who try to overcome heroin. Good movie as well. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, I don't read too good, <laughs> but right now uh, I'm reading uh, Harley Flanagan autobiography. It's pretty good. That's about it. Very nice. Imperial readers. It's really cool that we're all reading something. Well, I try yeah. anyway. Yeah. The whole increments. Yeah. Right. So, is there a band that you would love to share the stage with, or maybe one that you have shared the stage with that you just was really a great experience for you guys? There are tons, tons, but most of them are dead or not a band anymore. But we've shared the uh, stage with a lot of cool modern bands like Deterioration, NK, and all sorts of other bands. Yeah. There's a huge underground grind scene in the U.S. with lots of solid bands. Just just people like us from the Midwest or California doing the same thing. It's always really cool connecting with those bands. Even though they're smaller, it's like getting to know those people across the U.S. Like one band will come, they'll get their friends to come and be like, oh, uh, Blood to Submission said hey, or, you know, whatever the last band was that came through. So it's always cool sharing the stage with the community. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the metal community is, is great like that. If you could collaborate with any living musician, who would you choose? That's pretty tough. For a second, they said Enya. Enya. <laughs> well, uh, one of the bands I've looked up to for a really long time that knows no bounds, like stylistically speaking. Uh, they've done noise core and metal and industrial and world music and every album they do is different and it's really just one guy behind it but it's this controlled bleeding and uh, they really inspire me in every way because I play a lot of different styles as well and uh, I would love to do some sort of collaboration one day in any, in any way. Nice. Yeah, controlled bleeding. Any musician who's willing to share the stage with us and teach us a thing or two, we're always open to learning, honestly. We did do a live collaboration with this great uh, saxophonist. She's Danish. She lives in Norway, but she's she comes from the improvisation and avant-garde jazz world, but she just did like a record with Chapang, which is Nepalese grindcore. Like, so she plays saxophone in a lot of like 
improvisational ways, but she's also really into heavy music. She's also done stuff with Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Her name is uh, Mette Rasmussen. And uh, she came through Dallas and, and specifically asked for us to play. Um, and she, we played one song with her. And uh, it was incredible. Yeah, it'd be cool definitely to that again, incredible. In a recording yeah. capacity. That's badass. Well, it's hot as fuck out here. I don't want to keep you. I mean, <laughs> no, it's all good. I mean, I think it's hot. It's all good. I think it feels way worse down there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it feels better now that we've gotten away for a second. Yeah. yeah. I think I need some water and a cold beer. Yeah. Um, I like to play a song. Uh, bands choosing. Uh, is there a particular song you'd like me to play for this interview? Death to Yuppies. Yeah. Death, Death to Yuppies. Yeah. yeah. I will make it so. I think it's the third song. Yeah. EP. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. It yeah. should be the first song that you that opens up though on Bandcamp. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's about a uh, gentrification and how much it sucks and. It's about just living in Dallas. <laughs> North Texas, for that matter. Death to a mall. That's a good way to start an episode. I'll say. Shot a grindcore right up the ass. That's that's a that's a banger. Mm-hmm. Hit hit you quick. Like what just happened? My face is all fucked up. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know why, but that song reminds me of uh, when I was going to college and in Colorado, and I would go up to Boulder a lot. And in the early two thousands, Boulder's Pearl Street was full of like hippie shops, mm-hmm. weird art galleries with dick art. Uh, it's where I got my nose pierced. And it was just like a fun, fun place. And then oh. I go back like, fuck, 12, 15 years later, somewhere around there. And it's just like Banana Republic and all the fun, colorful liveliness of it is just like- Taken out. Taken over by the goddamn yuppies. Yeah. Yeah. That. That tends to happen here a lot. Anywhere, actually. Fuck Banana Republic. Fuck them. I never even like bananas, anyway. They just make they just make <laughs> you fat. Fuck bananas. No, but yeah, seriously, that's that's a that's a good song, and those those were were uh, nice people. I I really really enjoyed that. I I like. I'm really glad that I went to that. That was like the motivation that I need to to keep on with the, the grindcore. I just, I love grindcore so much. Makes you happy. It makes me very happy. Like, mm-hmm. these, like, one-minute songs, maybe a little over, maybe a little less, and they get the point across, and then you go into the next one and just just kill it again. I, I love shit like that. 
always and forever. Oh my god, you should have bought uh, Will's tape that he was selling at the show. I thought about doing that, but I mean, I guess I still could at some point. Mm, it's true. Right. It's true. Alright, we're gonna keep this local sound alive. We're gonna play more Dallas metal. Because why the fuck not? Sounds good to me. Uh, let's see. Trey End Times is the next one up. I got to see them two weeks ago. Last Friday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Trade Winds. Uh, they actually have... They should remember with Frozen Soul, which I played on another episode, and they're another great local band. But let's see. End Times, they formed back in 2007, but they are back at it again as of 2017. They play death metal. Uh, They're a five-piece. They put an EP, I'm sorry, a promo out earlier this year. And we're going to listen to a song off of it called Shroud of Eyes. Ooh. I think you're going to like this band. You're probably right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
thousand times that was Shroud of Eyes. Did you like it? Of course. <laughs> I knew it. It's very, very heavy. Slow, easy to digest. It's good death. It is good death. I, mm, a good death, yes. I like when I'm able to like, because you know everything like comes from something, right? You know you have bands who are big fans of this band or that band. I like it when I hear like old school death metal influences, like just like in the right times. Like, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> Right? Hell yeah. Well, let's keep this local train rolling. We've got one more band up for you. This band, first off, their band name is pretty great. Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, no, I meant, like, it's like a... <laughs> but uh, they, they play some, like, serious black metal. Like, oh. don't, they don't fuck around. I'm going to be playing a song off of their 2017 release, Shattering Lights Creation. You're going to be listening to The Call of Chaos. This was released on Tofu Carnage Records, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good good name. Uh, lyrical theme is Rituals in Space. Wait, say that again? Rituals and Space. That's the album name? No, those are like their lyrical themes. The oh, album's called Rituals in Space. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's going to be far out, dude. Um, but yeah, this is the band's first full-length album. They also have a demo that they released in 2011. But I'm interested to hear your thoughts. So let's go ahead and play that. Let's do it.
that was Tyrannosaurus. Uh, the song was Call of Chaos off their Shattering Lights creation album. What'd you think of that, bud? Did you like it? Oh, yeah. Uh, it started out really fast, and then it, it like, died down a little bit. That was that was nice. Yeah. I have never had a chance to see Tyrannosaurus. I think I saw them, like, listed as, like, an act performing, but only once, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't go. But um, their frontman is also the frontman for Cleric, and I've seen Cleric plenty of times, and he is got like good stage presence uh i think he's got a good growl uh he he's definitely he stands out he's always barefoot oh nice yeah and he's very expressive with his physical form but yeah i think it would be good to see this tyrannosaurus i like i like people who have a good a good stage presence i think at, at concerts like i mean i've said it before it doesn't take much to to get me going to get me amped up but if you have somebody on stage that's like really like i don't know like reaching out to the crowd i really like that it's almost like they're they're preaching like you're you're going there for a for a sermon you should and definitely come see cleric with me sometime i'm game for that sweet anyway that was it for all the local bands, at least for this episode. Dallas is in the just the DFW area. I think is doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Nutton has some bands. Like Combat puts on a good show. Um. Yeah. Fuck yeah, local metal. Uh, for real though. <laughs> let's let's get a little bit further from home. Uh, this band is from Paris. Oh wow. <laughs> Good grief. We're, right? We're far away. Paris, France, not Paris, Texas. Right. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Abraham? Ham? Am. It's spelt differently, but I'm assuming that's uh just a variation. Abrahma? Abrahma? Maybe. I don't know. A B R A H M A. Yep. I don't know. Huh. Fuck it. Anyway, uh, the album is In Time for the Last Rays of Light. We're going to be listening oh, to the great. song <laughs> Lucidly Adrift. Uh, that's on Deadlight Records. It was released in May of 2019. Uh, this music is, we'll, we'll call it psychedelic doom stoner metal rock. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Uh, This is their third full-length album. Uh, Let's see. The producer, Jamie Gomez Arellano, A-R-E-L-L-A-N-O, Arellano, is best known for his work with bands like Paradise Lost, Paul Bear, Cathedral, and Ghost. Uh, There is definitely going to be some Soundgarden and Alice in Chains influences. Oh, fantastic Uh, especially in the song eclipse of the same part two i found to be very like whoa whoa it's like (laughs) my scratch just punched me in the face um (laughs) but yeah let's let's play the song let's do it
that was Abraham or Abrama. Cool, and I can't figure out <laughs> what this band is actually called, but they are French. Whoa. I just, for for some funny reason, I was thinking like, you know how when they, they go back to go back to movies and, well, I mean, movies do this anyway. They go back and they edit it uh, like they overdub. Oh. Like I just imagine you like two weeks from now finding finding out what the name how to, how to pronounce it and then this band is a Brahma like you know you know what I'm talking about <laughs> Abrahamer yeah like you just like you can tell that it's cut but that that was interesting I I really liked his uh, his vocals there's something something mysterious about that mm, something very French yeah something very foreign oh oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought they were pretty decent. <clears throat> Not bad. Not bad at all. Definitely a change of change of pace. You definitely take take people through <laughs> through the Varying through the desert dreams. and back. Yeah, well, metal is so varied. True. So it's a good thing. Yeah, it definitely keeps us from getting bored. No shortage of different types of bands. Indeed. And speaking of, I'm going to be playing a couple of songs off of a split that came out back in March. This is the Cardinal's Folly, Lucifer's Fall split that was released March 22nd. Uh, Cardinal's Folly, we'll focus on them first, uh, is a band from Finland. They maintain a running theme of Nordic mysticism throughout their three songs on this split. And we are going to listen to Sworn through Odin's and Satan's blood. Perfect. Yeah.
So that was Cardinal's Folly, and the song was Sworn Through Odin's and Satan's Blood. And what kind of music is, is that again? Uh, or what genre of metal? I don't know. Traditional, kind of doomy. Gotcha. It's good. Uh, you know, I like I like my slow stuff. Slow, slow, digestible. Finish. And finish, yeah. <laughs> finish people are are awesome. They produce so much metal. It's wonderful. I feel like that's all they know how to do. They probably know how to do more, but that's like yeah. drink. Oh yeah. Every fin I've ever met drinks like a fish. <laughs> yep. I would, too, after creating bomb-ass music. Right. Well, let's see. Lucifer's Fall is the band that they did the split with. It was actually Cardinal Folly's top choice when releasing a split, so that must be pretty exciting for them to have been able to do that. Uh, Lucifer's Fall is actually from Australia. Ah. And when they wrote songs for this... Uh, they aim to just make simple, aggressive, and catchy head-banging tunes, and hmm. it's fucking kick-ass. I like kick-ass. Yeah, it's kick-ass. Uh, we're going to listen to Die Witch Die. Oh. Oh, it's so catchy. <laughs>
so that was Lucifer's Fall. Die Witch Die. I like it. Me too. It reminded me of uh, reminded me of the Melvins. I have never listened to the Melvins. Oh, you're you're missing out. It's that that early that early stuff. It's good. Uh, however, I think that he forgot to hit the stop record button when he hawked a loogie at the end. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a great sense of atmosphere. <laughs> but yeah, I I do appreciate the uh, the harsh vocal Arr, things that happen. I like that. That, like a lo- that would be a band that I'd want to see live. Right. Like I I like I like bands bands like that. So, uh, so help me out. That is, what genre is this? Oh, I guess I would just consider it traditional heavy metal. Gotcha. Like that umbrella. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of like. It's very Melvinsy. Well, we'll have to explore that. You can you can introduce me to the Melvins. Get ready. Uh, but until then, I will introduce you to Skeletor. Yeah, that's the band's name. Yes. Yeah, see? Yeah. Uh, they have an album that came out back in June. Earlier this month, actually. Because, well, back in June. Whatever. June! They released Cyber Metal. This is a traditional sci-fi metal band. Uh, it's on Gates of Hell Records. You're going to hear the hammer. I'm going to get the hammer. You're going to get the hammer (laughs) right where it counts. Uh, This band is from Seattle, Washington, and Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, nice. This is about where the the people hang out. Uh, This is their fifth album. It's full of high-wire vocals, new wave of British heavy metal riffing, and all with sci-fi lyrics. Sci-fi's good. Right? Hell yeah. But let's, uh, let's listen to the hammer. Let's go.
you think of Skeletor, bud? Um, it reminded me of Primal Fear, actually. It's a power metal band. A lot of the uh, guitar solo, like twin guitar solo harmony type stuff, I I really dig that. It was good. It's very, like, I feel like if I were to ever see them live, that that's just like a a really good song to play because everyone's going to be like, engaged, really yeah. get pumped up. Yeah, engaged. Definitely. But yeah, it's definitely got a traditional heavy metal new wave of british heavy metal you know i mean judas priest like vocals and dueling guitars and all that shit so it's fun it's fun i like it i like it a lot oh dude we have three bands left what yeah three uh next band up is Disowning. Ooh. They are an international band. They have members in both France and Quebec. The album is called Human Cattle. It will release July 12th. And we're going to listen to the song The Storm Before the Storm. This is their first full-length album. Uh, Battle of Neverness EP was, was released last year. So they're Looked to be a pretty fresh band, but this is, oh yeah, their uh, their label is Xenocorp. But the song is going to be The Storm, Before the Storm. Yeah. 
Cole. Sabrina. The look on your face when I t- turned that song on <laughs> was fucking great. <laughs> felt like somebody was like running after me with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, I totally didn't think to be like, oh yeah, the next song that I'm playing is death metal, especially after like trad metal after trad metal. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder was, uh, if, I wonder if everyone else was like... Oh yeah, the fucking mm, yeah. dueling guitars and maiden vocals and, and <gasps> boom. <gasps> mm-hmm. It was uh, the drums were interesting. There was uh, there was like a a good amount of reverb on the kick, so it kind of had like an echo, but it didn't it didn't ruin it though. Like I like I like spacious uh, death metal. I think that has uh, a really good effect uh, for the for the listener. Like the more space, it's like you're you're like locked in there with them. Like, and you're not going anywhere until they're through yelling at you or hitting with hitting you with a hammer, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, that was that was heavy. That was good, satisfying. Woke your ass up. Frick yeah. That's good because I got more death metal. Give me give me some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this band. Thank you, Will, for telling me about Ossuary. This is an independent band from Madison, Wisconsin. Oh. Land of cheese. Uh, This is Supreme Supreme Degradation. That's the name of the demo. That sounds awesome. And the name of the song I'm going to play. But yeah, this is their second demo. They have three members. Let's listen to some sweet, sweet death.
What you think of an ossuary, bud? Heard that reverb again. That sweet, sweet reverb is good. Right? Yeah, that's a that's a real good demo. Real good. Speaking of real good demos, do you remember Superstition from episode 11? They're mm. from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Vaguely. Vaguely? Well, the demo that I played on that episode came out last year. Uh-huh. And I thought, I was incredibly impressed with it. I thought it was absurd how good it was. I'm like, this has no right to be so good. How dare you be so good? <laughs> Um, like I said, they're from Santa Fe, New Mexico. They are death metal. Uh, their lyrical themes are evil. Fitting. Uh, they released an album earlier this year on 20 Bucks Spin called The Anatomy of Unholy Transformation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, for those curious, uh, episode 11, I played Outer Mutation. From the surging throng of Evil's Might demo. Uh, They are a four-piece. With that demo that they released, there was some good atmosphere put in. Mm -hmm. And they did that with this one as well. There's uh, Unholy Transformation Part 1, 2, and 3. With a couple of songs in between that add some nice atmosphere so i'm gonna play unholy transformation part one and follow it with the second or first actual song on the album uh high attuned beasts of the dark highly attuned beasts of the dark Ah. yeah but that that's gonna that's the last song Mm. but we'll talk about it i think you i think you're gonna like this split it up into five parts no (laughs) (laughs) It's like the fucking Hobbit. (laughs) Let's turn that movie into like three fucking movies. Fuck those people.
That was Superstition. What did you think of Highly Attuned Beasts of the Dark? It started off very strange and disturbing, and then and it sucked me right in. Right? Yeah. Well, that was Unholy Transformation Part 1 that you probably found so disturbing. Oh. Oh, my yeah that's that's part of the transformation yeah <laughs> yeah like i said that that happened like those part one part two part three add like a nice creepy atmosphere i really like that and then you get into the the meaty bits with the songs mm-hmm. wow I, I i really like superstition i think they're fucking good i'm not much on superstition Oh. Because black cats and shit. Joking. Yeah, that was good. Yep, that was a that was a fair bit of metal. Yeah, I think we I had ne- like I ne- ten songs. Yeah, it was it was a good good portion of songs, but I never 
never like ending the metal. It's like just just do a five-hour episode. Hmm. <laughs> my, my my big question is, who's up for a five-hour episode? Only the strongest of metalheads, the the purest of of metalheads. The people that just take metal and just like IV it yes. into their yeah, those people are nuts. Those are not people. <laughs> the, those are the people that when when they like get into an accident, God forbid, and they go to the hospital and they like to test their their you know mental capacity or whatever their all their mental processes they say name something heavy and you're like superstition and you're like excuse me sir i meant like like metal like a hammer anvil like yeah yeah for sure for sure well thank you listeners uh if you want to support these bands that you have heard on this episode go to bitchinmetal.com uh, you'll find the show notes there with the, the band names the album the song, a link to where you can buy it and support these bands. Uh, if you have a band that you found that you really like that you think that we need to know about, message us on, I don't know, Facebook. Or drop a comment on Instagram. Fuck, email me. Drop us a line. There, There's there's links. Just go to the webpage. You know how webpages work. You're not stupid. But yeah, contact us. Let us know. We'll, we'll listen to it. We'll hook it up. Mm-hmm. That's fucking right. Until next time. Bitchin'.